Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their multicultural mess and secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have a, a great time. It is the weekend and the weekend is always fantastic. So get ready for a great weekend and I hope and I, I really hope you you enjoy yourself um, this week uh, this Saturday and Sunday so today we're going to talk about something that I barely touched upon yesterday it's called the critical caste theory it's an invention by evangelist and the Christian um, groups Marxists should I say Christians and Marxist, okay? Different types of Christians, whether they're Marxist, whether they call themselves Christians and they're Marxist, or whether they're Marxist and call themselves Christians, whichever or evangelists, all of them, along with um, uh, the Muslim Brotherhood and their allies, doing everything in their power to destroy Sanatan Dharma. Yes, my friends, I said it. They have been on this course for a very long time, very long time to destroy Sanatan Dharma. They have in it, in their blood, in their DNA, they cannot stand the fact that we did not submit to their colonization, to their invasion. They cannot, they cannot stomach the fact. They cannot understand why we did not submit to their supremacy. And they're still at it uh, in the guise of religion. Okay, so they invent their own concepts, pretend that they are um, fighting for uh, the op uh, oppressed, Inve invent, uh, in um, invent um, an oppressor and an oppressed, just like heaven and hell, God versus the devil. They invent these theories, then uh, apply it to themselves and say, and, and, say that they are social justice warriors fighting against the oppressed, uh, sorry, for the oppressed, and then they define, they choose to define who the oppressor is, they will um, institutionalize it, and then from there onwards, they will hop on it, spread it, cause anarchy, social discontent, uh, and then slowly your society crumbles. But once you know their game, you will not even cater to them. So today we're going to talk about caste critical caste theory, an invention by um, the former colonialist and Abrahamic empires, uh, relics of empires, to destroy Hinduism or Sanatan Dharma. Now I'm going to start by reading you a, a little thing I saw on Facebook. It was uh, Sharad Pavar uh, talking to uh, one of the editors from the print, I think Shekhar Gupta his name was, and he's telling us how 30 years ago in 1993, he told lies about uh, the bomb blast in 93. Okay, and how he he lied to protect the Muslim community, community and and pretend that this was not them who was creating the problems, but the Hindus who were creating the problems. So this is what he says in a Facebook po uh, video. I try to um, I try to um, to um, send it to my page, but I couldn't. So this is what he says. Okay, I mislead people. I deliberately misled people. Instead of 11 bomb explosions in 1993, I said 
12. One of the places was Masjid Bandar. It is dominated by the Muslim community. So I tried to send the message. That's not only in the Hindu area, it is in the Muslim areas too. I also said I have seen and I visited the Air India building. I said I visited the Air India building um, and the material there was used is essentially types of material used by the Southern Indian Southern uh, Indian um, uh, groups. Uh, this was a deliberate fuzz because I wanted to divert uh, attention away uh, away from the Muslim areas. Um, and basically, he admitted on, on on TV on camera. Okay, and there's an interview of him there uh, showing him lying to uh, admitting the lie 30 years ago to Shekhar Gupta uh, in order um, in order to rise in in order to to pretend that these bomb blasts were not uh, Muslims but they were Hindus who were doing it at least one of them was and this was being done by both communities so this is the lie that Marxists uh, tell now um, Sharad Pawar is the uh, um, former Congress I leader now um head of the Mahavikasagari in in Maharashtra he was supposed touted to be a former prime minister he didn't become that um and basically he he's telling you how the marxists because the indian national congress are a bunch of marxists how they lie to the people in order for you for them to uh to destroy you, uh, make you feel weak, uh, lie to you, uh, chastise you, put you in a box, and then pretend that you're the oppressed, when in reality they are the real liars and the oppressors. And this is what the Congress has done. And I guarantee you Sanatan Dharma has failed uh, much more in the last 70 years than um, 13 or 1500 years of invasions that have happened. We have lost more because we've lost our knowledge and we've let these Marxists invent uh, concocted theories and feed them to us and we actually believe them. So it's time to stand up and face them and give it back to them um, as they deserve. Remember, we're all human beings. We're not uh, labels. We're not perceptions. We are um, we are standing, we are, we are currents and waves. Go to the beach, Look at the waves, look at the ocean, and you'll see waves. What causes those waves? The current. And we are those currents and waves. We are drops of ocean. We are cosmic, um, we are cosmic currents. Um, and we move in cycles like the currents and the waves. And we are all part of the same ocean, same cosmic ocean. We call that Brahman. Brahman is the universe. The uh, Brahman is the energy field, the electromagnetic field that forms the universe. So we are all Brahman. Everyone is Brahman. But for the Abrahamic groups, Brahman, uh, they don't understand it. They consider it as hierarchical caste system. The head of the caste, the the uh, the orthodoxy of the caste system 
uh, the pyramid of the caste system, and that is causing all the discontent when Brahmins are, have no power whatsoever. They have zero power and they have uh, zero money. They're not even 6% of the people. And in any case, they have no power. Power rests with the government. Power doesn't rest with... Um, Power does not rest with uh, proxy with uh, the ideological class anymore, um, nor with the priests and the pundits who earn absolutely nothing. Um, so why are they after after the Brahmins or Brahminism? They've invented this concept of Brahminism because Brahminism is their word for Sanatan Dharma. Okay, they don't understand it. They've invented their own label. They've invented their own ideology, their theory behind it. And they use this theory as a Teflon coating, as a symbolic uh, um, shield and Teflon coating to continue their colonialism against Sanatan Dharma. That means colonialism is not over. Okay, uh, their colonial hangover is still on. And they just rebranded as religion. Religion is totally, completely colonialism in its modern form. Just remember that, especially Abrahamic groups, they are they are colonialism in modern form. The, uh, colonialism is not over. This fake idea of independence that we got is absolute BS. Um, completely BS, and that's why you have Rahul Gandhi going and asking for the intervention of the West into India, because he knows that democracy didn't exist in his time, in the time of the Congress. It was absolute socialism, which was another word for uh, feudalism, and they just continued it with another label, tried to con us, and now we've woken up, and we're saying, question, 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 Hindutva, Atwa, all that lies in between Hindutva, Hind coming from Sindh, which means water or bodies of water. So it's our, the bodies of water, the currents that form the waves. And it is important to understand every single current, every single strand that makes you up, the cycles and the cycles and the cycles of life. And that is embedded in your DNA in order for you to, um, in order for you to understand what transpired, open the knots, the layers and layers and layers, heal my friends and understand we're all the same ocean, the cosmic ocean, we are all Brahman, uh, that means the magnetic field, empowered with knowledge, we are born, Shudra means at the bottom of the ladder, we are born without any knowledge, then we go to school and get an education and we rise up the ranks like we do today, so we are rising up the ranks, uh, gaining knowledge again, and by gaining knowledge we gain confidence and we are reborn in, in a confident mode, and then slowly we rise up the ranks to um, uh, to uh, Vaishyas, to uh, people who are com uh, commercial people, uh, vendors, uh, business people. Then if we have more power, we rise up to the ranks of, of uh, soldiers, of police, uh, to look after the community, to uh, uh, take care of the community, to protect the community. And finally, if we are good at what we do, we can rise up to the ranks of um, the uh, Brahminical caste, the, the Brahminical uh, tribes where 
where you're giving, you're the teacher. The Brahmins are the teachers, people who are endowed with knowledge. Um, and the people who were endowed with knowledge in the ancient world were doctors, lawyers. Um, they were architects. They were mathematicians. They were builders. They were um, they were uh, caregivers. These are who the Brahmins were. Uh, the Brahmin priests were. They were not a priest of today. They were the uh, priests of the yesteryear who, who actually um, were the teachers and the professors. They were the killers of ignorance. Guru means, Ru means ignorance, killers of ignorance. So that is important to understand. And you can all, we can all reach up today just like we, we are today. We can all reach up so high. Um, and in those days, uh, this Brahman was available to everyone. And then came this uh, Abrahamic flat earth theory and it went bust. And, and that's what the problem is. So in order to um, in order to protect themselves from their own lies, 3,000 years of us versus them, oppressor versus the oppressed, oppressed versus the oppressive, uh, the oppressor, uh, us versus them, ignorant, flattered, uh, violence, 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 ignorance, bloodshed, and lies, now it's, that it's coming to an end, they have invented a new concept, critical caste theory to cover up for their tracks and to keep on their colonial empire and one of this critical this critical caste theory is absolutely dubious discourse invented discourse only to create anarchy and destroy the social harmony of a society now i'm going to read you something from the emissary.co i'll repeat that the emissary.co um this is an, uh, a website on um, on the uh, internet. I'm going to post a link on my uh, Hubhopper page and I'm going to read it to you and you will understand what critical caste theory it is. Uh, it's a modern form of colonization, distortion of the society, the harmony, in order to create antagonize the people, create um, disco uh, discord and to to Pint, uh, to push one person against the other in order for them to hate you, to cause conflict, and they'll say, and then they'll say, "See, I told you, this is about caste." Uh, so, in order for you to understand them, I'm going to read this to you. Please uh, click on the link in my Hubhopper page, and then spread this as much as you can. Have this conversation so that you can stop this wherever it is in its tracks, and and in in and advise people that this is happening, this is going on. So. I'm going to start reading about critical caste theory. As a tsunami of social justice sweeps the world, the roots of traditions are uprooted in an unrelenting furor. In India, the axe of modernity grinds against the caste system as caste. The primary identity of many Indians now faces pressure for more cosmopolitan identities such as political ideology and caste. While many of the many see this as a positive development, some seek not to entrench these age, not only to entrench these age-old divisions, but to inflame the trenches with the kerosene of hate. Uh, building upon and going beyond colonial caste activists such as Ambedkar and Pule, modern sociologists devise a theory designed to shatter the Indian society and grant deliverance to the lower caste of India. While much of this theory is plagiarized from the infamous critical race 
theory of America. Caste is not a race. Race is not caste. You cannot tell anyone's caste by the color of the complexion of the features of their face. With the rise of Hindutva attracting a rainbow coalition of caste, granting a decisive mandate to the BJP in India, the opposition seeks to break this coalition by inciting caste tensions. I repeat, they want to incite caste tensions, and it is in the critical caste theory that they find a prophetic message to part the saffron sea. That means they want to uh, incite caste tensions uh, by saying right off the bat that the identity of India is caste, which is a lie. This was invented by the Portuguese and the Spanish to colonize South America, which they were successful, but they were not successful in India. The um, we know that the first Prime Minister of India, Nehru, was sleeping with Edwina Mountbatten. He let this continue. He let his government be bought by the Christian, um, the Christian uh, neo-colonialist uh, from the back door, and he continued this caste, and it's become even worse today than it was during the Portuguese time. So critical caste theory does not seek the an annihilation of caste, no matter how much it harps on this talking point. Rather, it seeks the annihilation of Brahmanism, a polemic and de deceptive term for Hinduism originally used by Jesuit missionaries and colonial scholars. So they've invented this word uh, Brahmanism, they've invented Hinduism, and now they say they want to destroy it. In reality, they want to destroy Sanatan Dharma. And I continue. It is in these rigid contours of caste that critical caste theory activists see the opportunity to exploit and shatter the cultural and religious body of India and Hinduism. Upper class must be, must be made aware of their ancestral penalties of the past, privilege of the present, penance of the future. The lower caste must be made aware of the oppressions of the past, discriminations of the present, and revolution of the future. The cloak of caste must smoother must uh, the cloak of caste must smother all discourse of surrounding politics, economics, and culture, and most of all, caste must be framed in a simple homogeneous uh, concept that conquers time and space. Heterogeneity is heresy. Um, so basically, if you've heard of caste, you've probably seen a, red, um, a rendition of a pyramid. This is bread and butter for the caste, critical caste theory. Knifing the Indian society into neat sections devoid of context, absence of historical variation, and homogenizing the continent into a single dish of oppression. This is what they want to do, okay? But this meal has many courses. Let's start with the appetizer. To establish a baseline taste for the subject matter, critical caste theory activists pose the genesis of caste, um, post the genesis of caste with the Aryan invasion theory. So the framing is that white Aryan invaders came to India from the steppes and subjugated its natives through caste system. The subjugation became a religion then deemed as Brahmanism and evolved into Hinduism. This is nearly prehistoric bone. This near prehistoric bone to pick forms the basis of millennia of oppression. But the story is deceptive. Emerging evidence to the fact that caste predates the steppe uh, migration to India. Forever, 
for furthermore, large parts of the Vedic faith, one of the earliest forms of Hinduism, such show local Indus Valley and tribal influence with the Vedic folk exclusively worshipping Indian ge geography, flora and fauna. The apparent they, these apparently white invaders dedicated hymns praising black gods and, and would conduct rituals in order to attain dark-skinned children reminiscent of these gods. This is also against, again, the grain of rad racialization of Indian caste and as Indian as ancient Indians were much more accepting, if not exalting, of dark skin. Again, like he says very clearly, um, the framing of Aryan invasion theory uh, in order to set the baseline for critical caste. So all of this is concocted in order to destroy the Indian society. Okay, I hope you're listening. This early form of uh, caste in India um, that India has what's much more akin to the horizontal multi-tribal society. This is where Jati enters the fray as the spoiler of vert vertical Varna way, moving in within the and between different Varnas were these people of Jatis who shared similar traditions, customs, and social markets, markets, conflict competition, but so but more so cooperation between Jatis would be a prime driver of many parts of the Indian society rather than a statistic oppressive pyramid. Jatis would become interdependent on each other or they as they engaged in rituals, customs, and uh, which required assistance of other groups, many of which continue today. Uh, this continued across villages and kingdoms. Of course, this doesn't mean uh, everything was peaches and cream. Jostling over Jati dominance was indeed the origin of many forms of caste discrimination and societal control. But this is a certain group of there is a certain group of jatis who rest in the Brahmin Varna that attracts the more ire, the most ire of activists. Critical caste theory's central thesis is that small group of Aryan, Aryan elites, the Brahmins, a group that today rounds to three to four percent of all Indians, have used sociological sorcery. Across uh, eons to enslave other jatis and varnas into servitude and stupor. Uh, 90%, 97% of Indians now have their agencies removed and are postulated uh, as near, near, near Netherlandic in intelligence being hoodwinked by a group of really unarmed vegetarian priests who have frozen Indian society over generations, evading and eliminating all challenges to the power and upholding the mythical religion called Brahmanism. You, you see how they invent this? There is nothing called Brahmanism. There's nothing called Hinduism. Uh, they've invented these theories only as a basis for their critical caste theory, which is a Portuguese-Spanish invention and brought to the shores in order to destroy and, and de uh, destroy uh, the Vedic society, 
destroy the uh, civilization that's 10,000 years because Abrahamic supremacy believes that only they are the truth, the way, the life. And until this earth is void of any sin, of any pagans, they have they have are justified in destroying all forms of life that do not cater and submit to their supremacy, Abrahamic supremacy, where only their God is the perfect empowerment, embodiment of this planet and this cosmos. And only he's going to save them in order for him to save he uh, save uh, the planet, they have to destroy all other forms of groups and religions and so on and so forth. Uh, and they call themselves pluralistic. They call themselves multiculturalism. They call themselves secular. This is their multiculturalism, where they have to destroy everyone else uh, through um, through uh, concocted theories to destroy the society from within, cause chaos, cause anarchy, and then scream victim on the outside. So uh, integral to this uh, uh, critical caste theory is using the ink of ancient scriptures to paint a hellscape of ancient India. The strategy is so selective, is to selectively magnify and distort prescriptions from texts rather than engage with the entirety of theology, scripture, or the actual accounts of historical realities in India. Here we go. It is to it is to paint a hellscape of ancient India. They are on a uh, on a agenda to do this on purpose to paint a negative image of India. Okay, to magnify and distort prescriptions from texts rather than engage in the entirety of theology and scriptures. Now, I'm telling you, this is, I don't know who's written this, but I'm telling you, it is disgusting, but I'm going to carry on. Um, so many, there are so many instances uh, where they leave out the rest of the words of the Vedas, continue and continue to describe. Um, sorry, in in a hymn, uh, the Purusha Shukta, the caste, uh, the critical caste theory activists claim is the source of oppression of uh, of ages. Yet, like so many instances, they leave out the rest of the words as the Vedas continue to describe other aspects of the world that come from this divinity, including the moon from the Purusha's mind, the sun from his eyes, the earth from his feet, and so on. The Vedas denote the entirety of existence of or as divine emancipation from God. Caste is also linked to concepts of karma. Um, caste is now linked to concept of karma and reincarnation. As one sows good and bad deeds, they re- reap the fruits in their later or next life. The caste one is born into into is thereby result of past deeds. This is indeed just a justification for discrimination on one hand, but oft the forgotten pieces of this process is the nature of the Atman and the soul. The Atman is seen as the source of radical equality in, in certain scriptures and by various gurus in Hindu history as it contains an ultimate divine essence that all life shares. Um, this line of attack 
continues across various Hindu texts uh, as the entirety of Hinduism is reduced to a small PDF screenshot, snippets of controversial verses. While many instances are dubious translations or devoid of text, they are indeed a bona fide controversial sections in certain texts, but to define all of Hinduism by these drops of controversy is denying the diverse ecosystem of the thought of thought in this ocean of dharma. Thus, just as we have a vibrant debate on various social political issues today, so did the ancients of India across eras and areas. Most movements against caste discrimination indeed emerged from Hinduism itself rather than breakaway religions or foreign uh, ones as we shall see. So far, the so far reaching is the demon, dem, uh, demonization of Hinduism that critical caste theory activists will glorify literal demons in Hinduism. Um, Critical caste theory activists, on one hand, deny the historicity of Hindu texts and theology, while on the other hand, claim that evil ones in many of these texts are actually the ancestors of lower caste. They include the demons who asuras who engage in heinous acts of rape, wanton, and murdering sprees, and various other universally revealed acts. Even more ludicrous is that almost all of these demons come from Brahmin lineage is in the text themselves. The cherry on the top that is revered ancient Hindu figures have origins from lower castes um, such as Rishi Mantaga, Maharishi Ved Vyas, uh, Sabri Gua, Vidur, um, etc. are cast aside in the narrative simply for inconvenient caste theory. Once the barrage against Hinduism has finished, the next pillar of prosecution is a false notion that Buddhism is represented as a lower caste revolution against the Brahminical orthodoxy. This idea was championed by Ambedkar himself, postulating a Pali canyon of revolution against the Vatican of Varanasi thousands of years before Martin Luther King eerily similar Protestant reformation. But all this shows that either Ambedkar was woefully ignorant of actual Buddhism or he simply lied as a ruse for political power. Uh, Buddhism, like just like Hinduism, has a mixed record with regards to caste because caste is Portuguese and Spanish. It's not Indian. It's not Dharmic. It was brought to this uh, subcontinent. Buddhist scriptures denote how uh, bodhisattvas could only be born in Brahmin and Kshatriya lineages. Uh, other scriptures argue strongly against intercaste marriage. Buddhism was a monoistic fate of urban ca upper caste where monks or sramanas would em emulate the ascetic ways of Brahmins that Lord Buddha profusely praises in Dharmapada. Um, so basically, I have given you a gist of what lower caste, what um, um, critical caste theory is. Uh, it's a, a concoction invention by the West and Arab groups and Islamic groups to demonize Hinduism, to demonize Sanatan Dharma, and to create a divide and rule and create the fissures in Indian society pit one against an another, keep India poor by uh, spreading false narrative, um, 
um, stopping any type of investment into India uh, through these false narratives, um, ensuring that people do not, uh, big companies do not invest in India, they do not bring their money and their uh, and their and their companies and their and their goods and services here. Neither do they bring their jobs over here, their factories over here in India. And by stopping the economics, they keep the people poor. Then on the inside, they have these NGOs and these missionaries and these jihadis who will take this caste around the place and pretend that in Hinduism is all about caste, high class, low caste, high class, low caste. They pretend this, they pit one against the other. They pretend that they are fighting for justice for the oppressed, for the poor, when they have done everything to keep India poor on the outside and on the inside. They, they pit one against the other. They invent this oppressed versus oppressor. And anyone who is born with the label of oppressor, will be oppressor all his life. That means a Hindu is always oppressor. They put it in your head that the caste is Hindu, uh, although caste is Latin Christian. They say that Hindu, is, the moment you're born, you're born as an oppressor. You're born as a racist. You're born as a, a demon. You're born as someone who discriminates. You're born as a racist. Um, you are discriminated against lower caste who are not Hindu. So they'll invent this new type of group that's Dalit, uh, lower caste, um, and then they'll pit you one against the other. Once the conflict happens, then they say, see, we told you this conflict. Um, Hindus have to be wiped out. Hinduism is bad. Hinduism is fascist. Hinduism is 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 uh, discriminative. Hindu is about discrimination, and they pit you one against the other. And this is called the critical caste theory. They do this by selling you the false notion of Aryan invasion theory. So you know how long the Aryan invasion theory is going on. They take that as a basis, as a foundation. They sell it to you. You don't know. You buy it. Then from there, they'll give you the caste system which they've invented. They put you against one another. They lie to you. They demonize you. They tell you that you are born an oppressor. And the only way you can go out of this was convert to Christianity or Islam. This is their solution. So they want to create chaos. Now, that's why you understand that any country that America goes into, they always create chaos. They always create war. They always create genocide. Every country that Islam has invaded or invades or is trying to invade from the back door to their mullahs on the ground and the Muslim Brotherhood, there's war. Every time you see the Muslim Brotherhood, there's war, war, war. Anytime you see the Islamic invasions, there is war. Why? Because they come with this notion of destroying the social harmony on the ground, destroying the society. Then from there on, they will take that and they will, uh, that, then they create the conflict once against the other. The natives will be fighting against each other because they give you this discourse. Once you fight, you're weak. They'll come and take you over. That's it. It's over. And they've taken over your society. So this has been going on for a very long time. They've bought the Indian government as in... Um They've bought the Indian government as in the Congress secular government. This government has then, like Sharad Pawar said, has they've purposely lied. Uh, they've misled people only to keep them fighting all the time, to keep the riots going, to keep the anarchy going so that they can have power once the people are weak. The, and, and that is why they were in power for so long. But 
India is a land that's educated, that's knowledgeable. We have got a 10,000 year history of knowledge. We can, uh, we can, um, we can in um, have that conversation. We can have that debate. We have the knowledge. We can go back. We can read, um, and we can take it up to them. So it is your duty, my friends, to please, please, please um, share this link, share the link of this page, share the link of uh, talk about critical caste theory, research it, share it with your friends, your family, your social media uh, friends. And because we need to spread the knowledge of this and we need to take this to the people who are poor, who are um, not knowledgeable, that they are being, this country is being invaded by missionary and jihadists uh, in order to destroy the society from the inside. We have to stand up against this, research it, empower ourselves with knowledge, heal because we are all the same ocean. We are um, a cosmic ocean. We are currents and waves. We form part of the same water of the planet and we are all equal. There is no division. This division was created by Abrahamic groups who invaded the Indian subcontinent. We have to heal. We are going to heal and we, are, we need to have that discourse. So please share it with your friends. Uh, critical caste theory is the concept. It's a Marxist concept also brought to you by Christian missionaries who who use anything and everything in order to destroy other civilizations. But we know better, we can do better, and I hope you will have that conversation with your friends and heal. On that note, I wish you a great evening, I wish you a great night, and a great weekend ahead. Thank you very much, and you have yourself a great day.